Hey everyone, I'm Thanos Davelis, and welcome back to The Greek Current, a podcast by the Hellenic American Leadership Council and Kathy Merini, where we highlight the top stories of the day every afternoon with analysis from guest experts, policymakers, journalists, and HALC staff. Last week, the U.S. Senate voted on and passed the NDAA, the National Defense Authorization Act, which included the U.S.-Greece Defense and Interparliamentary Partnership Act, which was introduced by Senators Bob Menendez and Marco Rubio. The bill upgrades the defense cooperation between the United States and Greece and also includes language that would open the door for Greece to acquire F-35 fighter jets. This has revived talk in Athens about Greece's possible acquisition of the fifth-generation stealth fighter. Vasilis Nedos, Kathimerini's diplomatic and defense editor, joins the Greek Current to discuss the significance of the Menendez-Rubio amendment and what it will take for Greece to actually acquire F-35s. Vasily, welcome back on the Greek Current. Thanks for having me. Vasily, what does passage of the Menendez-Rubio amendment mean for the bilateral relationship? Well, uh, first of all, the U.S.-Greece Defense and Interparliamentary Partnership Act of 2021 is the Menendez-Rubio proposal was uh, named and right now it is a U.S. law through the NDAA 2022 Pentagon Defense Bill. First of all, in principle, I would say that this is a skyrocketing development in the security and defense cooperation between Greece and the United States. In more concrete terms, I would say that it has a number of key provisions. Uh, The first one is that Greece is going to have a much uh, broader funding through the European Recapitalization Incentive Program. This is for the defense needs of the Hellenic Armed Forces. There will be a further increase in the funding to procure equipment. Also, the rhythm of military education and training of the Greek armed forces in U.S. defense, I would say, institutions will be much wider than it is now in terms of numbers and quality, I would say. And in terms of equipment, I think that what's quite interesting is that provision of urging the President of the United States to expedite the delivery of F-35 aircraft to Greece if and when, of course, Greece decides to move forward with the procurement of such an aircraft, a fifth-generation aircraft. In a more uh, general uh, and political context, I would say that this bill is also about enhancing the relationship of the 3 plus 1, and not only on a G2G level, but also of establishing an interparliamentary group between Greece, Cyprus, Israel, and the United States, which is, you know, an even deeper engagement from the U.S. side in that bilateral, which is regarded as a factor that increases stability in the region. As you mentioned, passage of this bill has revived talk about Greece's possible acquisition of F-35 jets. Are there serious discussions in Athens around a possible purchase of the F-35 now? You know, that's a, that's a huge issue. We had a piece in Sunday's Kathimerini edition about that. We tried to debunk a few of those things. I would say that the Hellenic Air Force wants to have that fifth-generation stealth jet, the F-35. Everyone believes in the Hellenic Air Force, but I think that this is not only the case for Greece, but for a number of countries around the world. I would only say that only in the last few months... Switzerland and Finland have decided to move forward with purchasing the F-35. So Greece wants to be in the club of F-35, if I may use that terminology. Now, in reality, I would say that, first of all, from our sources, we know that from the moment that Greece decides to move to the F-35, they need about five years to have the adequate infrastructure to house the F-35, because right now all the battle wings of the Hellenic Air Force in Greece cannot be a base for a fifth-generation aircraft. So 
It has to be training of the new pilots, building infrastructure, familiarizing the personnel before it arrives to Greece with the new aircraft. So, you know, it is quite a procedure. Vasily, in your piece in Kathimerini, you identified cost as the biggest obstacle facing Greece. What's the cost of an F-35 and, you know, what would it take for Greece to overcome this financial hurdle? Well, right now, the cost of the F-35 is estimated to about $100 million. The estimates by Lockheed Martin officials is that by the time that Greece will uh, be ready to purchase the F-35s, maybe the cost per unit will uh, have uh, fallen uh, down to uh, approximately $80, $85 million. We will see about that because if you want to move forward with anything, the first thing that Greece has to do is send a letter of request for a letter of offer and acceptance. That's the procedure. From that moment on, the time starts counting for the five years we mentioned just a few minutes earlier. So when you send the LOR for LOA, then, of course, we will have to have an answer. Right now, it seems that both the Pentagon, but also the government in Washington is willing to, you know, permit such a kind of cooperation if Greece chooses to. But I think that the greatest hurdle is the cost, not because of the cost of the F-35, but because of the Greek defense budget so far. I would say that some figures here may help our audience. Greece has already committed to buy 18 Rafale aircraft, which is a 2.5 billion euro cost. Another 3.05 billion euros is for the three French frigates. We should also keep in mind that in the coming days, the Greek government is about to move forward with the purchase of an additional six uh, more Rafale aircraft. And also moving forward with the program of building three or four corvettes for the needs of the Hellenic Navy. We will see how it will end up. But it could also be a cost that it depends on where the final uh, prices will be met. We may have a cost of an additional 2.5 billion euros. And I'm not adding to that the one and a half billion that Greece is uh, allocating to Elbit. At some point, the Israeli company that will create an air training center in Kalamata. And also the deals, the agreements that Greece and Israel are having also for uh, some uh, qualitative edge weapons. Of course, these are programs that are going to develop in the coming five or six years. So before moving onward to the F-35s, Greece has to find the fiscal space. Because politically speaking, Greece wants the F-35. On an operational level, the Hellenic Air Force wants to be in the F-35 club that European countries are entering on a very quick pace as the months and the years are passing by. The only issue is how to allocate money to the defense budget, to allocate more funding to the defense budget. My point of view is that this is the main problem and Greece has to resolve it if it wants to move forward. Greece has obviously made a number of moves to reinforce its air force this year, and we saw the purchase of Rafales, and there's the upgrade of its F-16 fleet to the Viper configuration. What are air force experts telling you about this upgrade of the F-16 and the Viper configuration with regard to potentially paving the way for you know the F-35 to fit in with Greece's air force? I won't say a lot of things about Rafale. We've already said some. But on what you just mentioned about the F-16, the Viper configuration, the F-35s that potentially Greece will acquire at some point, is that the upgraded F-16 Viper aircrafts and the F-35s will have an enhanced interoperability. 
an F-35 could be a leading element to a group of F-16s and could coordinate operations from a very big distance. And I should add there that with the net-centric system that the F-35 is functioning, I think that they will be also interoperable in the near future with our digital frigates, the French frigates that are now built in France for the needs of the Hellenic Navy. Vasily, we covered obviously the fact that Greece is upgrading part of its F-16 fleet to the Viper configuration. There are other F-16s, however, and they're obviously getting older. What's going on here? Well, there is also a discussion there about upgrading those remaining about 35 aircrafts of F-16 Block 50 that could be upgraded to F-16 Block 50 Plus Advanced. And that is through equipment that will be removed from the upgraded F-16 into Vipers. Despite the upgrades that we've talked about for its F-16s, they're still older, as you mentioned, and Greece will need to eventually make the jump to this next-generation fighter jet. Is the acquisition of F-35s simply a matter of time? I think it's only an issue of budget. Everyone understands that, you know, the next big thing in the Air Force field for the years to come will be a fifth-generation aircraft. In the case of, of course, NATO members, this is F-35. So sooner or later, Greece has to go there. Now, if that decision comes in 2022, it comes in 2023, is merely an issue of budget. Of course, you know, there are uh, information coming from uh, the manufacturer's uh, side that imply that if Greece moves forward with uh, the LOR for LOA, then the first disbursement for a possible F-35 program could be uh, made after two or three years. So there is space right now if you want to go forward with the rest of the programs that Greece has already agreed upon, with uh, Rafale, the FDI frigates, and the Corvettes that are going to be also decided possibly early uh, next year, early 2022. So I would say that it is only a matter of budget. It's not a small issue. The programs we just mentioned, if you put them all down, these are programs that in their totality may reach the sum of 8 billion euro or even 9 billion euro because, you know, also of equipment that are not so known like F-16s, F-35s, ships or stuff like that, but smaller things like ammunition that we did not mention here. So it is a budget of 8 or 9 billion for the following 5, 6, 7 years. So any government, this one too, has to really think if there is fiscal space for that. Right now, the rules about the maximum deficit are not in place uh, in the whole Eurozone and the European Union level because of the COVID pandemic. So 2022 is an easy year, if I may use that word. But no one knows what will happen for 2023 onwards. So any government, including this one, in the next five, six years, has to be very careful about its spending. But I believe that in the end of the day, Greece will make the step and get into the F-35 program. Vasily, thanks for joining us with this analysis. Great having you on again. Always a pleasure. In other news, the Turkish lira reached another record low against the U.S. dollar on Monday, a day after President Erdogan stood firm on his policy to lower interest rates despite rising consumer prices and slammed business groups that called for a change of course. Erdogan vowed Sunday to continue to keep interest rates low, citing Islamic teachings against usury, saying, don't expect anything else from me. In separate speeches on Sunday, he also pledged to bring inflation down to 4%, as his government has done in the past. He dismissed speculation that his government may implement capital controls by expressing commitment to free market rules. 
The lira tumbled to an all-time low of 17.7 against the dollar, more than 7% weaker from Friday's close. Finally, the leaders of Bulgaria and Greece on Monday discussed bilateral cooperation in the energy sector, with an emphasis on reducing the reliance on Russian gas through the speedy completion of a key gas interconnector linking the neighboring countries. Greek Prime Minister Kyriakos Mitsotakis, who is the first European leader to visit Bulgaria since the formation of a new government there, met with his Bulgarian counterpart, Kirill Petkov. Speaking after his meeting with Petkov, Mitsotakis said the 240 million euro interconnector Greece-Bulgaria pipeline was of strategic importance for Bulgaria and Greece, and the two countries have already agreed to complete it as quickly as possible. It's only a matter of months, he said. That wraps up today's episode of The Greek Current. Thanks for tuning in.